Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast with your host, Taylor Gallegos. Art exists all around us, in all directions, from all walks of life. We just need to know how to see it. The Art and Life Podcast is an experiment in an audio format that focuses on the art and philosophy involved with different people and their life paths. This experiment is intended to inspire you in your creative pursuits, whatever they may be. Follow along as I interview movers and shakers from all walks of life. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, craft, or vision. These interviews showcase that fact. Listen while you work. Listen while you create. Listen while you dream up the next big breakthrough. First off, I want to say thank you for listening. The people being interviewed and I are two parts of the podcast, but it wouldn't be complete without you, the listener. I very much appreciate your attention and your energy, and I hope you get as much out of this as I do. If you enjoy what you hear, you can join me on this artistic journey in many ways. You can subscribe to the show, leave a review, and share it around. You can join the conversation on the Art and Life Facebook group, where we discuss topics from the shows. You can join my email list on my website at taylorgallegosart.com on the contact page. And while you're there, check out the new artwork I've been creating. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at taylorgallegosart. And finally, you can support my art and the Art and Life podcast on my Patreon page. Just search Taylor Gallegos Art. So again, a deep and sincere thank you for being here. Now, on to the good stuff. All right, folks, today we've got a really good one on. Uh, this is our first return guest of season two. I'm very happy to have him here. This is Sergio Gutierrez. He was early on in season one and he is back. We are checking in with this gentleman, seeing what he's been doing, uh, seeing what kind of growth has happened. He said some really great things in this interview. Uh, I personally got some ideas for my own elements of art and creativity and practice that I'm definitely going to be employing. So hopefully there's a lot of value and ideas for you in this whole thing. Um, one thing that he said that really stood out to me is uh, he said, we as humans have more power than we think. And it's really cool. It's cool to think about that and, and to lean into that idea that you know, maybe we, maybe things can work out better than we think they can. Maybe we can actually make things happen a little bit more than we maybe think. Um, lean into it, take a chance, throw it out there, see if it'll work. Cause maybe it will. You miss 10 out of 10 shots that you don't take, but there is a chance that things can work out in your favor when you do take the shot. So uh, just go after it, dive in. And uh, with that, go ahead and dive into this podcast. Sergio Gutierrez. Welcome, everybody, to the Art and Live podcast. I am your host, Taylor Gallegos. And with me today is a very special 
return guest. This is the first return guest of season two. You heard him last year on the Art and Life podcast. This is the one and only Sergio Gutierrez. Sergio, thanks for being on the show. Dude, thanks for having me again, man. I just, I just always enjoy uh, just talking with you, hanging with you, seeing what you're doing. It's just, you're just a, a joy to the world. So, <laughs> Same for you. Same with you. Definitely. You, uh, you're one of those like shining stars brightening up uh, a dark night of the world. And, uh, you know, this last year has been a rough one for a lot of people in lots of different ways, but like, you know, following you online, there's always something new going on. There's music, there's art, there's art and music blended together in cool, funky, awesome ways. And, um, right. And you've been, you've been just glowing. It's great. Well, and, uh, and that's just an appetizer, man. You wait for the main course meal. So (laughs) I, I, I got some big stuff brewing, but I'm the type, like, I don't, uh, my dad always taught me, you know, son, don't tell me, show me. So I like to keep, um, you know, the fans and the friends and the family uh, surprised. Right? I don't ever talk about a lot of people say, oh, big things coming or wait till next week. To, no, dude, I stay silent until it's just like wham in your face. So like, wait, what is he doing now? It has much more of an effect. Totally. So, so yeah, man. So things are, things are getting better and it's, uh, it's flowing. That's really cool advice from your dad. Um, you feel like you got a lot of good advice from him? Oh, dude. It, um, I'll just say to you and to all the listeners, everybody who meets my dad, let me just paint a, a really quick picture. He was born in Mexico, uh, early 60s, and you know he came here in the 80s. And uh, this guy is such a saintly man he's just a skinny mexican man just quiet as can be but dude when he when he speaks quite literally the whole room just shuts up to hear what he has to say man of very little words but when he does it roars through your soul man it's it's crazy he's just so humble so sweet so saintly and uh so yes i i and and see it's cool i learned a lot of lessons from him through that quote I just said. He didn't tell me a lot of things. He just showed me how to be a man with his actions. Son, don't tell me, show me. You know, and I think that was kind of the precursor to like, okay, now watch me. I'm gonna teach you how to be a man. Watch me. I'm not gonna tell you anything. Pay attention. It's so cool right there, right off the bat, just because he like that advice, it's like it's so easy to like tell people something and like talk the talk, but walking the walk takes 10 times the like dedication to the concept. You know, like I can say, Hey, do this. But for me to actually show you that takes time, dedication, focus on my end. And so then what you, the observer are seeing is the actual effect. It's not like, it's not in one ear and then out one other. It's like, you're sitting there watching you're like, oh, wow, there's like 15 steps that go into this one thing that actually, that you could have just told me in one sentence, but you wouldn't get it. Right. Yeah, the, the proof is in the pudding, man. You know, and, and you know, I, I just think, I mean, we, we hear it every day. Um, the majority of people are just, you know, it's just, 
blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, how about we just shut up and just do good things? You know, just do good things and, and just do what makes you happy, man. I mean, there's so many sad uh, people in this world. And I, I have always believed like there's no, there's no bad person or good person. There's just less joyous people and joyous people. That person's not bad. You know, I mean, you got to love everybody. You know, why, why shouldn't I? Maybe he needs more love. Right. So I just think we should just, yeah, man, if, if we all just kind of followed what my father taught, no, I'm just kidding, but not really. Um, yeah, just tell me. I mean, show me, don't tell me. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a beautiful it's, thing. I think you're right. And like, uh, it makes me think of, you know, the, the statement about walking, never judge somebody until you've walked a mile in their shoes. And, and like, 100%. you know, the good and bad judgment that we place on people. <clears throat> We, we don't see all of the things that led to that person making that decision in that situation, right. you know, like right. what we perceive as bad, they're, they're, I firmly believe that everybody in the entire world is doing the best that they can with what they've got from where yes. they're coming from in the situation that they're coming from. And, right. and even if something looks like, I mean, you take like terrible people, evil things, bad stuff, like they're still doing it for a reason because they think that that's what's best in that moment. Granted, it can be all twisted up. It can be from a, like a really bad situation, but um, you put that same exact person in a different upbringing, in a different place, in a different life, in a different whatever. And um, I doubt that they would be making the same decisions. <laughs> right, right. But then it, you get the, I mean, this is this weird phenomenon that like, you can take somebody with a terrible upbringing and they'll think they'll use it as a tool in two different ways, black or white. They'll come in, in that awful upbringing and that's just what they, what stuck. And then they will follow that path or they'll be like, no, I'm never going to be like this. I'm okay. never going to live in an area like this. I'm never going to, to uh, you know, ruin my life with drinking or drugs or whatever it may be, like my parents did or like my uncle did. I will never leave my children like my father left me. Right? There's all that. Like, I'm gonna cut that off generationally. Cut it off. I'm gonna start something new. Yeah. So, and I find that it's it's black or white. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. So now let's turn the focus towards you and. Uh, I mean, the, the word is cool. The word that I was coming to mind just now in terms of you is like growth. Like, I feel like you are dedicated. Like if I were to describe you in the way that you think, it's like a growth mindset. You're always looking for the opportunity in the situation. If the situation's good or bad, you're saying like, how can I make this work? How can we make this better? What can I do? And that's um, I mean, it's, it's you in terms of who you are as a person, in terms of like, you know, you, you work out a lot. It's like your physical mentality and then your art mm -hmm. and your music. And then the way you blend those two together, it's like, I feel like that's like the essence to you as, uh, as a creative individual. You want to talk right. about that a little bit? Yeah. Like what specifically? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you want. Whatever. To 
just shoot, man. Just shoot. Um, yeah, you know, I, I just, um, I, I guess the first thing that naturally comes to mind is, is uh, I've always also had the belief that we as humans have more power than we think. Um, more power in terms of what we think, how we think, what we do, how we do it. You know, we, and I think too many people live the victim mentality. And when you live the victim mentality, you're going to be the victim. Yep. But, you know, I oftentimes wear this uh, Spartan helmet uh, as a necklace, right? As the, what do you call it? The, can't think of it right now. Like a what do you call this? There you go, pendant. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a Spartan helmet. And I'm just like, you know, I always think when I have a weak moment, I always just look at that helmet. I'm like, these dudes were warriors, man. You know what? And as a man, as a man in this world right now, um, I do not want to be afraid to do anything because I came, I mean, it's the bloodline. You know, my great, 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 great grandfather probably had a sword in his hand protecting his family and fighting off bears and stuff. Like, what reason do I have to be afraid to make a phone call? What reason do I, you know, to go chase that opportunity? Like, why am I, why, why be afraid? You know, and even as a woman, for that matter, I mean, we're still humans. We have so much power, but the world has just bogged us down because we've heard no more than we've heard yes. And so we just kind of float in this pool of, well, I guess, you know, I'm probably going to get another no. I don't like that, man. New, a, a new day. It's a new slate, dude. It doesn't matter what happened yesterday or last week or last year, you know. So in terms of growth, you know, you're either growing or you're dying, man. And you're either uh, with the dying side, you're either a victim or, you know, with that growth mentality, you're, you're that warrior. You're just going to live to fight another day. You know, whether it's fighting against something or fighting for something or, or fighting to make some something better. Um, and it doesn't always have to be fighting, right? To nurture something, you know. Um, what is it? There's this one quote. I might butcher it, but I'd rather be a warrior in the garden than a gardener in a war. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. That's a good one. Yep. Yeah. Dude, I haven't I haven't read that in years. I can't believe I just pulled it out. But yeah, dude, I just I resonate with that quote so much. So And it's cool. It's like a mentality of Yes, that, that's all it is. Up. Right. Oh dude, never, never. And uh and it's so funny, man. I, I had a meeting the other day, and this is the first time anybody's ever known me besides my girlfriend. Uh so I'm publicly saying this, which I said earlier I never really do. But I had a meeting with this uh, producer who produced uh, uh, Nashville Stars. And it's essentially like if you take the big country stars, you know, your Kenny Chesney, your Jason Aldean, they get these guys who look and sound like them. And they have huge shows all over the world, right? So now that Eddie Van Halen's gone, I was supposed to be Eddie Van Halen in the band. Not in just any band, but Sammy Hagar, you know, he has Cabo Wabo in Mexico. So his band, we're basically using their their band, and I'm going to be the Eddie. So it's going to be I'm going to be the Eddie, and then minus Sammy Hagar, we're going to get you know a different singer, but it's Sammy's band. 
Oh my God. So, so, so with that, I'm not, uh, I'm not announcing like, oh, it's, oh, we're hundred percent. Like, I mean, it's 99% there. It's, yeah. We got to have a rehearsal. We got to have all that stuff um, going, but see, and that's the growth mentality. And with growth, I will say this. Uh, I like to be a yes man. Do I, because here's the deal. This is what's going through my head right now is these guys, when they want to find an Eddie Van Horn, they go on YouTube. And they're searching for these, uh, and with all due respect, like these nerds, right? These nerds who are just tinkering. They sound exactly like Eddie as far as tone, as far as in their fingers, as far as the how they play Eddie's licks. They, you can close your eyes and that's Eddie Van Halen, yeah. right? I don't even know one full Eddie Van Halen song. So why the hell did they approach me, right? And so they approached me because... First of all, the marketing I do, you know, I, I, I make it a point every single day, do not bug out on, on not posting. You, ha- you can't afford not to skip a day, in my opinion, because if they don't know you, they won't buy from you in business, any business. People have to know you to buy from you. Yep. So with that, I've been posting, I basically post one art video a day uh, or photo and one music and then i'd like to every other day kind of do something a personal thing right me and my girlfriend just so it's not pushing too much of hey buy from me or hire me right um but with that you know they saw that i had the chops they saw a bunch of video and then they this is the kicker they saw a video of me i was just with an acoustic guitar and i did the whole like running and jumping like eddie right with an acoustic they're like oh my god if this guy's at an acoustic show, entertaining people, making them, you know, they're all having a great time. And he's doing like this scissor kick and splits in the air with an acoustic. Holy shit. <laughs> what is he going to do with an electric? But this is the guy, right? So I drove up to uh, Dana Point two days ago, met with this producer. And and, uh, and again, too, we, we just hit it off, too. That, that has to be number one in business. I don't do business with anybody that... Um, that you just we we all feel vibes. If it doesn't, it's not there. I don't care how much money you're gonna. I don't care where you're gonna send me. At the end of the day, it's just gonna be a train wreck. You know, something bad is gonna happen because there's just bad vibes, right? So, so yeah. Uh, back to the growth thing. It's I like to be a yes man. Again, I don't play Eddie Van Halen licks. I can learn them. And I know I have the discipline and I know I have the growth mindset and I know I'm that warrior who's going to fight and I'm going to learn these, these, you know, this music perfectly, the best of my ability. And I'm going to knock it out of the park. Whereas too many people are, have that maybe, oh, I might, oh, I'm scared. Oh man, what's there to be afraid of? Yeah. Work. It reminds me of uh, when I was coaching soccer and I would be picking team. I, I coached soccer at Colorado State University for the men's team. And we would, I'd be choosing the team every, at the beginning of the season, we'd have tryouts. And what you want to find is that like inspirited, like fire in people. Yes. They're not yes. always the technically the best. They're not always like, you know, this or that. What you want to find is like that fire. And 
because you can like you can learn guitar licks you can like work on technique and training and skills and whatever like that but like what you really need i mean like one of the signature things about all these different stars eddie van halen anyone like uh i mean name one all these like major stars is like the way that they can like light up an audience where they can connect with the people like uh i got to see tom petty years back and he was this tiny little man on stage just owning an entire stadium like i've never seen anything like that i get chills right now just thinking about it like when you see someone and like the energy and the force and the power that they bring like that's what really gets people going it's not like you know the like technique of this or that or whatever like i said like you know like you said you can learn all that it's like right there's intangible stuff there 100 and i feel like one thing that okay so like talking about your progression through time you know you and i met at a raw artist show uh in san diego this was probably like eight years ago something like that yeah so in 2014 i remember i was dating this one girl and it was just in 2014 yeah you got your timeline so yeah so we met and like uh right off the bat like we connected on social media and i've been seeing i've been watching your progression and one thing that you really started out doing you got really into working out like right after we met and you were like posting it and you're like i'm you know committing to it publicly to do these things and and I watched you develop that. And like, I feel like you really probably instilled your training mindset, your workout regimen, your, your regimen of the way that you think that you now use and apply to art and the guitar and performance. And you, you develop those things through the act of working out. And then you started right. to the same like diligent, like, like the way that you're talking about, you never miss a day with posting. You started doing never missing a day with your working out. And I saw that. Right. And so then you take that and you develop it. It's cool how like it starts as this like as one snowflake and then you add another and then it turns into a little snowball and then it starts to grow as it, you know, picks up momentum going down the hill. And before you know it, and it's cool because like all that energy is probably what got you that interview and what got you that audition and what actually has you in that place it's not i mean the technical skill is part of it but like it's your energy on stage that they're really right. drawn to and that all starts from these like you know like you pushing yourself to get up out of bed right. and go work out and to make that painting and to pick up the mm-hmm. guitar mm-hmm. yeah and, and I'll, I'll tell you, and I know your podcast is mostly art stuff, but, you know, I, I think it's kind of fun. We're talking about, like, the working out thing, the, the music. No, it's all across too. the board. This is art and life. Life right. is part of it. Right, right. So, so I'll say, I'll say one, one thing and one huge insight that I think um, the listeners will take away from this is I remember, so in, in 2015, I competed in men's physique competition, right? Or the bodybuilding competition. And dude, I just had an epiphany because it, it was this. And I think you can apply this to art or whatever you do, whatever you do. So I knew I had to get from point A to point B. I had eight weeks, okay? 
I had to look like this. I had to look a certain way. I had to be a certain weight. Um, I had to look shredded. I had to have all these things in place the day of game day, right? So I already knew what I needed to do. But the process and the strategy was more important than the goal. Because the process and the strategy will inevitably get you to that goal. So, and, you know, I just, uh, I read Atomic Habits and it says the same thing. It's like, okay, think of what you want. That's your, that's your goal. Um, think of the steps on how to get there. And if you don't know how, just study other people who have what you want. What did they do? Right. And follow the strategy. Once you have the strategy in place, forget about the goal, man. Forget about it because you will get there. You know, the magic word until, right? I'm going to do this strategy because I know it works. I'm going to do the strategy until, and boom. Then you'll just have the goal. You know, Bob Proctor said one time that when he, um, and I paraphrase, but he was living the life he was living. And some people are like, oh my God, this is insane, right? But he he didn't have that feeling because he's like, no, I, I pictured this in my head for years. Of course I'm here. I did the strategy to get me here. It was always a goal, but I forgot about it and focused on the strategy. And, and same, same with art, same with music, like, and same with anything, any of your listeners, whatever you do, focus on the strategy, man. We all have goals. That's the thing. Everybody has a freaking goal, you know, um, whether they think they do or not. I mean, even if it's simply like, oh, I'm depressed. I just wish I was happy. That's a freaking goal, mm -hmm. right? What do people do to get happy? Well, do more things that make you happy. Duh. <laughs> People want to make it more difficult than it is. Um, but going back to it, everybody has a goal. Not everybody has a strategy. So which one do you think is more important? And that's a huge insight I found from competing in that competition. I knew I had to eat. I knew how much cardio I had to do, how much weight I had to lift every day, what supplements I needed to take. There was how many meals, what type of meals, uh, when to rest. How much water? I mean, dude, it's so meticulous. I had to think of like 10 different things every single moment of the day. Yep. Along with other life stuff. Music, art, right? Personal stuff. And, but it, it, it gets you there. How bad do you want it? Yeah. How bad do you want it? That's cool. I, I like what you're saying and it's making me think about the way that I'm living my life and my goals and I feel like I have a general goal of like me as an artist and what I where I want to go with it but um I don't I don't have specific ones especially like three to five year goals I have like an overall long-term arc of like I want to be the best artist that I can be but I don't have like a a five-year like what does that look like oh yeah there you go yeah this you is the process the whole workbook here this is the wish list this is my one year this is my three months this is my three years this is my lifetime goals 
you know, and it and it's just here's all the plan. Here's all the bullet points. If I don't know what the hell to do in a day, focus on these bullet points. Wow. And, uh, this is the process. This is what I want. This is the process. And so is that's that a it. workbook? Like where did you where did you get that? What is that? So so dude, this is called the Passion Planner. And the pink one's the only one they had, but it's pretty. Look at that. Pretty and pink, baby. Um, pretty and pink, baby. So this is the passion planner. Um, I've been doing this. This is my, I think, fifth one for the past five years. And honestly, this has been, uh, it's been a game changer, man. It's so crazy. And I always have it open to the day on my desk. Um, and it's crazy, man. Look, I have, man, I'm kind of going on a tangent here. This is great. But it's great. I have like, you know, who I'm studying, what guitar player I'm studying for the month. Um, you know, I have like what's coming in as far as, far as uh, monetary stuff. So, you know, just people who owe me for paintings or deposits that are coming in. I always like to keep track of every penny going in, coming out. Right. If you don't know where your money's going, then you're probably broke. But if you know, if you pay attention to it and you have a good relationship with it, you're probably not broke. No. <laughs> so and then and then i have uh you know it says painting interests here and there's a whole list of people who said hey i've been thinking about getting a Marilyn monroe done boom you go on that list baby because they are always interested they will never not be interested in the Marilyn monroe but they mention it and then they go on with it but they forget so it's good to go back to the list and be like hey by the way you know, I have some, I have a, a window of two weeks where I only have two other projects. Yep. Get that Marilyn Monroe going, right? And then I have like a gig interest um, from different like casinos and personal uh, um, private gigs. What book I'm reading for the week. Or I read, you know, try to get at least one a month, at least. And then, uh, yeah, just personal to-do list, work to-do list. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's really not rocket science, man, but the discipline to have this on the table, look at it every day, and not skip a day on, okay, where am I? Dude, I, where am I? I love that you had it on your table. Like, as I'm saying it, you're like, oh, yeah, I've got that right here, you know? And, like, the documenting that that does of your life is so great. Like you can go back for the last five years and be like, what was it looking like in March four years ago? Where was I at? Okay, these are the things I was focusing on. And so you like, right. have, you have a record of all of your thoughts throughout time. I do kind of a similar thing. It's like uh, right here on my table, I've got my clipboard. So this is how I like organize things out. They're like, it's like a to-do oh, yeah. in the same, center. Same thing, bro. You know, and then like there's different like art, you know, paintings, uh, murals, blah, blah, blah. And so then I grow off of that. But it's not in a single book in a single place like what you have there. Like, right. You know, so I'm always just like going through these and then throwing them in the recycle bin. So I'm not keeping track of like all the stuff that I'm doing constantly. But, but really, whatever works for you, you know, yeah. because I kind of have the same thing. I kind of have like, um, and by the way, I have these yellow pads all throughout the house. If I have an idea or anything, I do not want to spend one second not, I, I don't want to forget about it, right? So I have one in my room. I have one, just, again, right here on the table. 
And look, I have like, when we bought our place here, you know, we have, where are we going to put things? We drew little graphs and then it'll have like, uh, let's see, what is this? Uh, Tuesday follow-ups, you know, who I'm going to follow up with, um, morning routine, 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read. I'm going to visualize. I'm going to stretch. 6.15 to 7.15, uh, bike ride. 7.15 to 7.45, eat breakfast. 8 to 9.15, back and biceps and abs. And then, dude, by, by 9.30, I eat, and I've, I've already gotten so much done yeah by 9 30 you know and it's just like sweet 10 a.m on time to paint time to play time to you know or a buddy calls me up at noon hey bro want to have lunch i'm in the area yeah let's go i don't hesitate and what that does too it grows those relationships and then they post on facebook oh i'm with my artist buddy and then it's just like you know Every little aspect helps, man. Yeah. When you're self-employed like this, you know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sergio, you're throwing oh, yeah. it all you're throwing it all at it. It's great. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, so anyway, and and this is this is uh back to growth. I always like to bring it around. Yep. Um, dude, this has helped me grow. Because uh, you can always look back and see where you're at. People, uh, what does Grant Cardone say? I don't know if you know who Grant Cardone is. Oh, yeah, man, like a, 10X rule. Oh, 10X, dude, 10X. You know, he says- Tell everybody about the 10X concept really quick. Because I oh, feel dude, like you, 10, you are a very good example of the 10X concept and the way of thinking. Well, yeah, and honestly, once I uh, um, found out about Grant Cardone probably about four years ago, which is that's when everything really started to compound as far as- growth um dude he's he's no bs he's like look uh it's your responsibility to be wealthy because if you're poor you can't help anybody yep you can't help anybody when you don't have any money money is important it's not everything but you know people say money won't make you happy well neither will being broke man in fact it'll you know what i mean yep so um, it so, can definitely alleviate yeah. some stress, though. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So, um, so the ten X rule, man. He's he's brilliant in that. You know, people are like, oh, I want to want to double my money. I want to today. I'm going to double phone calls. Um, you know, I'm going to double down on on taking my wife out. You know, to dinner. You know, I usually do it once a week. I'm going to do it twice a week or whatever it is, right? He's like, no, man, if you want something to grow and you want something to be massive, you got a 10x, man. If you, th- if you make five calls a day and you want to make 10, no, make 50 calls a day. You know, make, try to make 50 calls a day. And, and by the way, you know, he's genius in that when he had a, a he had some sort of sales job and they went from the, nine to, the typical nine to five. And he's like, I'm going to try something new. I'm going to make calls from seven to nine and then from six to eight. And dude, he made like 10 times the amount of sales. Right. Cause that's when other people are busy too. Right. So, so anyway, it's just, um, 
the 10x rule, man. Just 10x your game, dude. Think 10 times bigger than you're already thinking. Think like, 10 times bigger. It, and, and that, even that really, it, it just brings the, to mind that like we all actually, I mean, very much like you said at the beginning, we all have so much more power than we think we do. Oh, so much. And we are yeah. like kind of geared to not stand out that much. It's that like the thing right. that we all sort of have this like inherent fear of standing out from the crowd too much. So we're like, we'll just, we'll grow, but we'll play kind of small. But instead yeah. he's like, no, think 10 times bigger than you're thinking. Don't think right. twice as much like you're saying, think 10 times as big, and then you're going to get 10 times the results. And what he's saying too, is like, actually it's basically the same amount of effort in to do like one times as much, five times as much, or 10 times as much. It's a little bit more, but the results can be just so much. Better. Yes, exactly. And, and, you know, he, he says, if you're going to start a restaurant and you think you need this amount of money or this amount of time um, allocated to doing this in the restaurant, he says, no, even with action, you got to think 10 times because it may be five times more. But if you're thinking 10 times more, you're still ahead of the game, yeah. right? In life, you can't play it small, man. We, we have so much potential, you know? Um, so yeah, the 10X rule is brilliant. It's brilliant. And by the way, I listened to it on, uh, um, it's on YouTube. If you type in 10X rule audiobook, it's on YouTube. And dude, if anything, you want to get hyped up, this guy's no BS. Yeah. He's just like, you know what? You got to do it for yourself. You got to do it. For you. This is your obligation. He's like, don't be a wuss. Don't be this. And it's, it's like, and that's why we call him Uncle G. Like, he, he ain't going to sugarcoat nothing, man. He, he's going to bring it out of you. <laughs> and if you, and if, and if you get it, if you get offended, then, uh, you know, you're probably one of the ones that really need to consider the 10X rule. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, really. It figures you, maybe that's something you need to really consider. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, man. And um, so it's just so many things you can do to, to grow day by day, man. And uh, you just see it a lot of people that they wake up and they don't know what to do. And bro, it's so funny. So, and I know this is all an audio, but I'm holding the, the, the yellow pad here. And this whole thing I showed you, 5 to 6 a.m. morning routine, 6.15 to 7.15, ride the bike, right? That's all before I go to bed. I write this before I go to bed. Yeah. So when I wake up, it's not like, oh, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to get on Facebook. I'm going to start putting trash in my mind oh he's doing better well i'll never get to that anytime soon so i'll just ah just uh, let me go to instagram scroll oh that's i mean they this and by the way there's probably something in here well i guess like oh perfect check this out you're gonna trip okay so five to five twenty-five. uh wait what i do oh dude <laughs> the pomodoro rule have you ever heard of that no but i'm intrigued <laughs> bro this is okay this whole page is amazing okay and i'll tell you why because it has 4 30 wake up 
4.30 to 5.45, morning routine, 6 to 7, cardio, 7 to 8, legs, shoulders, and eat, 8.30 9.45, go get some groceries, uh, 10 to 11, meal prep. So, so the Pomodoro effect, let me just uh, explain really quick. It's 25 minutes of uninterrupted work, okay? You have a little clock there. I have my iPad. I spend 25 minutes, boop. I'm not touching my phone. I'm not answering. I'm nothing. I am painting. I am playing guitar. I'm reading. Whatever it is. 25 minutes. Okay. 25 minutes. And then, and then it's a five-minute break. Okay. Go to the bathroom. You're thirsty. Go, uh, go get water. Go get a snack. Whatever. Five minutes. And then, and then you do another 25 minutes, okay? And then another five-minute break, another 25 minutes. And then you do a, what is it? A 15-minute break, I think. 15 or 20-minute break. And then you cycle that. You just keep doing it. So they do and you can do it as many rounds. Three sets of three, basically, of 25 minutes with a break. Yeah, so... Yep. I like that. So it's yeah. like un uninterrupted focus. You are full on for 25 minutes, which is and great. And then, you know what? Yeah. And if you want to get distracted or again, if you're thirsty, if you want to distract yourself five minutes, you're not thirsty, you're not hungry, you don't need the bathroom, but you're in this space, then yeah, go on that Instagram. But again, you only have five minutes and you have to hop back on. So this, I did, I did three rounds of this. So this is essentially like, I think three to four hours or something. I think it equates to. Anyway, but the kicker is, it says on the bottom here, I will commit 100% to the plan written here. And then I did an X with the line, signed it. <laughs> because when you, when you contract it to yourself, that, that does another, that does something to your brain because you don't want to let yourself down. And, and by the way, this, this is a contract. Right? I, I don't know about you, but when I sign a contract, well, I'm sure you do, but it's just in stone. Yeah. Like, let's go. Let's go. I, yeah. I, I put my name down. Let's do it. So that's a huge tip too, man. If, if you feel lazy, if you feel like it's, it's hard to motivate yourself, I'm serious. This little signature here, you don't want to let yourself down. No. You, you're holding yourself accountable with a signature. You may not think it's much, but I, I uh, urge you to try it. No, that's amazing. Uh, that's awesome. I'm definitely going to try that. That's great. And it's like when you, Haley and I talk about this, how like when you start developing something or a relationship or a routine or the way of being with inside your house, like we do it with each other, the way that we communicate with each other, we're like creating the flow and the way that things work in-house so then you can take that outside the house so like if you want to be respected in a certain way out in the world from like business contacts to different interactions it starts at home and really it starts with yourself like and that's what you're doing yeah. right here you know like how can you expect somebody else to take you seriously if you don't take yourself seriously? 100%. Or how do you expect somebody to be enthusiastic about what you're doing and what you provide the world if you're not enthusiastic yourself? It's the same thing. 
Oh yeah. Get jazzed on your life. Commit to yourself. Commit to it like with yourself. I love that. Yeah, dude. And sign. Sign on that X, man. Sign on that line. It that's, does something to your brain. That's the coolest thing. I mean, I make to-do lists all the time, and and but it doesn't have that there. And that, it's like, it's cool. Just looking at my little to-do list that I showed you, I could do this and finish it or not finish some stuff and then like recycle it. If I throw a little signature on there that I'm going to commit to get everything done, all of a sudden that becomes way more valuable to me. You know, I'm looking at that, dude, I'm not going to throw that away. That's like a document, like an official document with myself. Like that's a beautiful thing. Right. You're like, you're, you're you're like create, you're like minting your processes and your life through these, through that step. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you can go further. I've never tried this, but you know, I'm thinking right now with contracts, there's a consequence if you break it. I mean, you can even throw out a little consequence if you want. But I mean, for me, it works just to have that signature, Yeah. you know. And of course, nobody's perfect, man. Sometimes I, you know, I don't get all the things on that done. I mean, it's just nothing's perfect, right? But I got a lot more done than I would have had I signed it. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so maybe I maybe maybe I only hit eighty percent, but if I didn't have that signature, I'd just be like, oh, well, actually, you know what? A friend wants to get a beer. I'm gonna. Eh, it's fine. I already worked, but then I only hit maybe thirty percent. Yep. You know. Yep. So. Ooh, yeah, man. Like yeah. Try it. Let me know. Let me know how it is. And, and anybody listening, if you've listened this far so far, uh, try it and and. Yeah, let Taylor know what's up and how it worked for your brain. Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll have your contact info here at the end, and um, yeah, let us know. Let Sergio know what's going on. I know, like you, it, one really fun thing about you and uh, you, our relationship is that we always check in here and there, and we like compare notes and talk successes and talk struggles and talk like what we're into, what books we are. We always share books with each other and like you get jazzed on other people's success, which is like a really beautiful thing about you. Well, you do too. That's why this works. And that's why it's worked for years. You know, there's, there's no competition now. We're different people. We do different types of things and yeah, we're both artists. We paint, but we paint different things. Yeah. And, uh, and in fact, we come together. And your success we, is my success, and vice versa. Like that's 100%, and that's dude. how artists and we talked about this before. Like that's how artists really should be feeling about each other. Is like we should all be each other's biggest fans. We shouldn't be thinking about it in terms of any sort of a uh, competition for resources or anything like that. Because because really, like the more people that we can all charge up on this concept of art, on like diving into philosophy of like a painting. Like a, a painting right. is this little capsule that sits on a wall that spawns thought and feeling and emotion. And if we can get, pe- you know, when people aren't into art, they just walk right by it and they don't even think about it. But if we can turn people on to taking time and looking at things and asking themselves, like, what am I feeling right now? What am I thinking? Like the more right. that, that happens, the more that they're gonna buy a painting from you from me, from our other artist friends, from everybody, then like 
and it all and then the more they're going to talk about it with people and it's just like it's like rising tide lifts all ships totally totally and that's what's cool about you know there's and i'm sure you've seen but there's artists who are like painting with their forehead and they're like you know just doing all this there's one who painted arnold schwarzenegger he's doing some curls and he painted arnold like that's cool <laughs> man you know and you know we may try that someday or not but i mean his success is our success you know and that's why one time i intentionally painted a painting uh it was like a, a boat scene uh kind of had like the sea and the beach and like broken down boat i painted it with a business card and i did that to get the attention of the people who are just like oh he's posting another painting again like i'm not into art but when you say painted with a business card they're like what <laughs> with just a business hey honey check this out you, you know but i'm not even into art but check this what is this dude doing wait it is a business card right and then it becomes something else and and now they have some sort of interest in art because they're like wow that's cool i didn't i just thought artists just were there and paint brushes and yeah. you know whatever standard shit they yeah <laughs> you know so so i it's cool to throw out a few of those uh curveballs that way you kind of like you're saying just kind of bring those people in and and show them that there is value to this stuff this stuff is cool a human being and his soul move through this painting and it's a thing that didn't exist before this artist did it i mean you just sit and ponder that for three seconds you're like oh that's pretty cool yep yep and then they take that idea and they're like man he did that with a business card like that's innovation you know that's creative thought where and then they might have an idea of like actually i'm a stockbroker and maybe i need to rethink how i'm like handling this whole situation what's my metaphorical business card in my business so it's like all these ideas can, are transferable and can work in all kinds of different people's lives and it can start with you yeah. doing a painting with a business card well and check this out i i actually been doing this uh, so I'm, I'll do this today. I'm I'm playing uh, at Casa Estrella in Fallbrook today, and I do music. And then instead of taking a break, I do live paintings, you know. And then I play more music. Um, always having the entertainment. I don't I don't stop, right? And what I've been doing the last couple times, where I I'll paint the the, the portrait. It's usually a portrait of a rock star, movie star, you know, singer, whatever. And throughout the show, I'm always like, hey, I have business cards too. And people are like, yeah, whatever. But this is, this is what I pull, right? I'll paint the portrait. And I said, and I go, all right, everybody, I'm going to do the background. Now, I have cards here, and they have multiple purposes. And so that kind of brings people like, huh? This is a multi-purpose card. I'm going to finish the painting with this business card. And now everybody turns around to see what is he talking about? And then I just do a big glob of paint and then I just kind of scrape it on, you know, just kind of do this whole thing. I see, I'm like, see, I use this business card. So come, please take one. You can do whatever the heck you want with it. And then that's when the cards all just get swept up. <laughs> you know? And it's just like, I'm going to do that every show. Totally. Totally. And especially things opening up, people are like, oh, 
well, yeah, I actually have a car from this artist, and he does yeah. this cool thing. I, my phone's been ringing off the hook the past week. You know? Oh, man, and you've, uh, I mean, you've just, like, kept so busy during that time. It's like, I, I feel like the whole situation, the pandemic, was a, an opportunity. Like you said, it was an opportunity to either live from a perspective of like the victim mindset, like this is happening to me and there's nothing I can do about it. Or it's an opportunity to say, okay, what can I do with this situation? And right. you know, we were talking earlier and you have taken the opportunity to be like, all right, how do I feel about this situation? What can I do from that perspective? And you, I've also done it. So many people have done it where they're like, what can I do here? And then it's been a time where like the world kind of stopped and like if you I mean you if you took it as a growth mindset opportunity then you just like doubled down 10x right. down on your own skills talents abilities like how much better do you feel like you've gotten at painting and guitar in the last year um I mean to be very honest I, I didn't that really wasn't my focus as far as, uh, I mean, no, with every painting and every, but know, I've seen it. I think, yeah, well, I think I've gotten better more at um, seeking the opportunity because I had to. Right. So I just, uh, I got a lot better with people this year, believe it or not. You know, um, it was just Your crazy when the skills have gotten a lot better too. Thanks, man. Thank yep. you. Yep. And that's where, like, I think artists in this situation, like, it's been this opportunity. Like, I mean, so many, like, art retreats. An art retreat is basically a time where you can go and you can, like, have no distractions and just work on your craft. And this whole situation for artists has been sort of like this, like, extended art retreat. And, uh, yeah. you know, like, time to just work. Like, there's nothing to do. So, like, work on your skills and yeah you know and then you've been like finding these like opportunities these these little like pockets of situations where you can just like do your thing and do really well with it right right and and it was probably the same situation um for you and many artists but i found that you know when the pandemic hit you know how like home depot just got crazy busy because people what did they do they sat around their homes and they're like oh, well, I should probably build a little patio or I should uh, build a wall here. And, or in our case, they sit down and they're like, shit, man. You know, and a lot of, a lot of people kept working, right? They can work from home. Nothing really changed as far as uh, how much money they're making, and how much time they're spending working. I mean, uh, so they would just sit around. And it's just like, well, I, I'm not really going out spending money on anything. You know, I'm sure artists are hurting. I have a lot of empty walls. Hey, Taylor, what's up, man? Busy? <laughs> uh, I've kind of been thinking about this paint. I have this big wall in my house. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they had a little time to back up and just kind of, uh, you know, want to fill some space with some beautiful art. And it's been uh, been really good. Yeah. Yep. Really, really good. And, and I have to say one thing, too, uh, a huge, I think what everybody learned, whether you're mindful of it or of it or not, 
is that multiple streams of income is king, man. Yep. It's king. Because if you only have one job, you are you're 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 that close to having zero. You know what I mean? Um, and that goes. I mean, it doesn't really pertain much to what we do because we're basically our own boss. We we make our own opportunities. We we go get it. You know, we'll never technically be fired. You know what I mean? Yep. Um. But with that, man, the gigs all stopped. And it was like, sweet, now I can work on the art. You know what I mean? And that's still rolling in. Yep. So, and then I invested in a sparkling wine company. So now I'm part owner of sparkling wine company. Again, seeking opportunity, growth, saying yes. I, I don't, I'm not in the booze industry, but I had an opportunity. I'm like, let's go. And now there's that. So now on my shows, I, I do live music. I do live painting. Oh, and by the way, I have my champagne here you can buy. Let's party. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Dude, that's awesome. That's really awesome. Dude, back to that growth mindset. That's what, that's, you're always looking for an opportunity. It's great. And check, Yeah, and check this out. So I'm like, okay, I have the art, I have the music, I have the beverage. What about food? So now I, I had a couple of meetings about making a Sergio sauce with the guy who makes the sauces for stone. He's a close buddy of mine and we already made calls and it's, uh, we're picking up samples. And so now we can have a party. I can provide the live music, live painting. Everybody can be drinking my champagne. And then my twin brother can he's a chef. He can make some wings with some of my sauce. Yeah. <laughs> I got food, beverage, music, and art. You know, it's just, it's crazy, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. dude nice work um thanks man yeah all right you ready for the question section sure is this where we take a break or are we just going to blow through it we're going to do the questions first and then we'll finish this and that'll be part one of this podcast and then we'll take a little break, and then we'll go into part okay two. perfect so, uh first question um talk about like a breakthrough moment that you had along your path that was uh, like a major in terms of your success? A breakthrough moment. See, right away, my brain's like, okay, with art, with music, with really what? And breakthrough monetary, breakthrough the talent, like. You take it, you take it wherever you want. First thought, best thought. First thought, best thought. Um, I think the breakthrough was uh, just, I was mindfully working on my self-image and the breakthrough of, you know, you're a freaking awesome artist. Um, this world is bendable. Don't ever take no for an answer, just work your way. And dude, once I started experimenting with that, many breakthroughs started happening, which became the big breakthrough. So I think just working on your self-image, which, uh, I think a lot of artists naturally, um, you know, a lot of our introverts and their self-image isn't that, oh, I'm going to go out and show them. Right. But you can be an introvert and have a super healthy out there self-image in order to sell your artwork. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it began, began with many breakthroughs after really 
consciously working on the self-image and consciously uh, taking those steps, having that strategy. And, and again, going back to the, this world is bendable. Yeah, that's the John Mayer quote. Um, you know, you can, you can finagle your way. If you, if you don't ask, you will never get right but if your self-image is you don't think you're worth it you're never going to ask in the first place yep so these these asks and and, and these days these moments at 5 a.m in the morning of working on self-image those are the mini breakthroughs i think that kind of just came together as one big breakthrough so i don't think it's a, it's a moment for me anyway it was never a moment it was little moments that just pow. I just got to keep going with this and it's, it's tried and true, man. Nice. Nice. All right. Great answer. That was a great answer for number one, number Thank two. You. Okay. So flow state is the concept of like being in the zone. You've been in it in all different ways. You know, this is like Kobe Bryant at the end of the game when he's, everything's got to happen. It's like time slows down, everything goes quiet. And it's just like in perfect flow um you know what i'm talking about right and Absolutely. Uh, so the question is what is a favorite flow state moment that you've experienced in your life favorite flow state moment well i have to begin this answer with you know how to get into flow at least how i get into flow state oftentimes i have a little space down in my garage here where you know how smells are, are very, uh, uh, they bring back memories. You'll smell something or you taste something, you'll be like, wow, this tastes like when I was a kid and I was in Mexico and whatever, whatever. Well, what I do oftentimes is I'll light Palo Santo. I don't know if you know what that is. Yep. It has a beautiful smell. And I don't do it for religious purposes or to clear any energy. I guess that's what it's doing. I, I don't know. But the purpose is, I use that to tell my brain time to get in flow because the smell is very strong. Yeah, that's great. Right? Instead of going in there and saying, okay, how do I get myself in flow? Maybe I just got to start painting. Ah, not in flow. But it's like I throw on some music. Usually it's like classical piano because I feel like if I hear a guitar or violin, it more mimics the voice and you want to make sense out of it. Piano is just piano. Right. So it's it's nine times out of ten piano music. And then with Paulo Santo smell. And then you get in that flow state. And I think one of my favorite flow states. Man, there's so many of them. There's so many of them. I, I think the, the best flow state is when you expect maybe uh, maybe it's a 10 hour painting project and you expect to get two hours done. But one, I think one of the definitions of being in a flow state is time just flew by. I thought I was working two hours, it's been five. And I got half of the painting done. I only have five more hours. When I thought I was going to get done with the session and have eight more hours. Right? And not that you're rushing, but it's just like, wow, I was in flow. So I think any moment for me where time passes by quickly, and I had fun and I'm flowing. There's that Palo Santo smell. There's that classical. There's no interruptions. 
right? Yeah. No one called me. No one. Well, and I put my phone on silent. That's one of those like defining characteristics of flow state is like sort of the the bending of time. And like you, you lose complete track of time. Time does not exist in the same way. The only thing that exists is the action, you know, like hitting those notes exactly on the guitar or like cutting that perfect line or hitting that perfect like spot with the, with the paintbrush. It's like act it like time fades to, to just being there with that thing. Right. Right, like time doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, and, and, and even if you're not any sort of artist or anything, I mean, we've all had a situation where maybe we're together with a friend or two or three friends and we're all sitting around a fire, you know, and we sit down and it's like, oh, okay, it's eight o'clock. Yeah, we'll just chill for an hour and we'll, you know, hit the sack. But then it's like three in the morning. You're like, <laughs> What? It gives me the chills of thinking about it. You know, how how were we here for hours? Like, what do we even talk about? We were all in flow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay. Now you you've gone into this in different ways here, but let's uh let's bring it all together for this one answer here. Um okay. what would you say? As an answer, it, like, what is your advice to aspiring, aspiring creatives? Create all the time. All the time. You know, if you have big gaps in, in creating, you're, it, it's almost like we we're just talking about flow being in the moment. But I think if you look, if you step back and look at your art career as one big flow, to have those huge gaps, man hard to get back in that in that stream right um so for all these fine artists just keep creating i mean literally i'm self-taught never taken a class i literally started painting circles and hearts and just to see just to figure out the relationship between the the paintbrush and the canvas how much water oh don't use water it's too watery oh um oh this this yellow does is not like a true yellow i can still see you know the blue under it you know what i mean just figuring it out just always create as much as you can that's my answer create as much as you can that's a great answer and don't and don't be afraid to try new things too that's how you grow use different tools um instead of paint on canvas paint on a piece of wood or paint a chair uh just create man create as much as possible yeah okay okay dude i like it i'm feeling inspired here <laughs> i want to make some art today. i want to make some art yeah. you know infused with that sergio uh power yeah baby like um okay final question and you've answered this before but you're another guest on the podcast a return guest so here it is as of this moment right now what is your definition of art Ooh, that is great. Definition of art. Uh, to me, it's just in, in the moment, it's just creating something that was never there. Um, and I guess, I don't know, saying that answer, my, my head's like, well, you know, uh, maybe 
dropping a bomb was never there before. Is that art? Well, in a sense, I guess. Someone had to create that that machine to create a certain something so that people can feel something. Right? Whether art is beautiful, whether it's going to hurt people or do good, I mean, I think it's just creating something that was never there a moment ago. Human creation. Yep. Creation in general. Yeah. Creation in general. Yeah. Do you, uh, would you call nature art? Oh, my God. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that's probably number one, really. I mean, we're part of nature, you know, and it's my belief that, you know, uh, God created us, that we're the best thing he's created and we're part of that nature. And I mean, how can you not consider uh, nature art? I mean, with all the colors, with all the shapes, with all the, uh, man, I mean, there's a dry thing, there's wet things, there's tall things, there's short things, there's deep things, there's shallow things, there's shiny things, there's, I mean, yes, nature is the epitome of art. Beautiful. Nice. All right. Well, great job. You made it through the question section. Good, good job there. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Those are, those are great questions, by the way. Nice. Nice. Glad you like them. Yep. That's what we're working on for season two here. Um, whole new set, whole step up the game there. Um, well, at this point, I want to say thank you, Sergio, for coming on the podcast again. Um, it's been a pleasure. You're, uh, it's just so cool to check in with you again and, and to keep going. And it's neat because you're farther along on your progression as an artist, as a creator. Um, the podcast, this is, I'm farther along on the podcast progression. So it's neat to check back awesome. in to like see where you're at uh, and, and then bring it together like that. And um, yeah, man, it's been awesome watching you through this last year, you know, like not only survive, but very much thrive. And it's, uh, you know, I, again, I feel like the growth mindset is like an underlying secret to your sauce that you've got going. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm just stoked and uh, honored to be a friend of yours and, you know, watch you continue on your path. And it's just, just great. So, you know, cheers. Thanks, man. Thank you, bro. I mean, I, I just, I just want to know that I just, I appreciate you so much. I mean that wholeheartedly. Thank you uh, for having me on again and just for being a, a friend in this awesome journey in nature. Art. <laughs> <laughs> it's all art baby um all right sweet well why don't you tell the people where they can follow you where they can find you where they can buy your sparkling wine tell them all the things so so uh instagram seems to be the big thing as of now so sergio's art and music all one word sergio's art and music and uh sergio's fineart.com my art website you can find videos art for sale uh gallery etc uh sergio gutierrez music.com has all my music stuff so last name g-u-t-i-e-r-r-e-z not a lot of people know how to spell gutierrez and uh so sparkling wine is barache sparkling.com b-a-r 
A-C-H-D, sparkling.com. And uh, it's an amazing product. You all got to try it. I can go on and on about that. But if you're curious, just, just have a look, brachesparkling.com. <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. I love it. Um, awesome. All right. Well, that's the end of part one. Can you leave us with one last bit of wisdom for the humans? One last bit of wisdom. You know, at the end of the day, and this is going to sound harsh, but it's real. Uh, a thousand years from now, five thousand years from now, you're not going to matter. So just, just, just do it. Just do it. We're all monkeys on a big spinning rock, and you know, I don't know one king or queen from a thousand years ago, but apparently they're the top of the world. I, we don't know their name. So, you know, assuming we're not going to be king, queens, president, this and that, just just do it. Don't be scared. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Again, sounds harsh, but just do it. I love it. Uncle Sergio, <laughs> giving it to us straight. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Cool. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's the end of part one. Cheers. Cheers. Again, this podcast is brought to you by High Ground Coffee, an adventure coffee brand with a new twist on brewing coffee, wherein you steep coffee like it's a tea. You just drop a packet in hot water and you go. It's the newest way to brew coffee and it's awesome. Use coupon code TAYLOR at checkout for 15% off. Visit them at myadventurecoffee.com. That's myadventurecoffee.com. So, Sergio, part two of these podcasts are totally free flow. So, oh, great. We, we've already won the game. We won the podcast game. We did part one. Now it's totally open to whatever. So, um, I mean, what, I love what, it. what do you think about the podcast so far? How are you, how are you feeling about season two? Dude, I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling really great. I just, uh, I think it's super cool that, you know, you are throwing it out there, bringing people on because everybody has different ideas, insights. And, uh, you know, if people really uh, pay attention, they can find a lot of value out of it. So I'm feeling great. I'm sure you're feeling great. Loving it. Loving it. Loving uh, one it. thing Loving I did it. want to, so you just moved, but I was hoping that you would talk to the people about this painting that was behind you right there um oh yeah because you told me a little bit about that and like the concept of how it came up and it's such a beautiful piece of art um yeah why don't you tell everyone about that yeah so uh so my girl and i just bought a condo here in san diego uh we moved in november 2020 and uh she had this this empty canvas four foot by four foot and you know my, my girl just really likes plants and we have plants all over the place and, and she we basically reserved this canvas so that her and I could do a painting together and so when we moved in we were ready and uh, she chose a color scheme and her and I just completely it was just a free flow vibe we didn't have an idea we just knew the colors and her and I just painted this beautiful piece, man. We're, we're super stoked on it. You can find a lot of really cool things and it's just really great energy piece, man. Just really, really, just a lot of interesting stuff going on. A lot of underlaying, just abstract. It's, we like I it really that like way. I like how there's, um, 
we have a little bit of the white showing through of the canvas, which is like a nice pop of brightness. And then you have sort of this mid-tone layer of reds and um, greens and golds that sort of have like different earth tones to them. And then over the top of that, you've got that teal color that pops really nicely. Yeah. And you've got these like cool designs in these colors of like the teal, the dark blue. Um, and you, so it creates these like, you've got sort of like three different layers and then the white of the background canvas it is the background, but it actually like pushes forward in front of everything in terms of brightness. So it's a really cool right. sort of interplay of like depth and dimension and color. Right, right. Yeah, and it was super fun, man. Um, I used, so with all these uh, like squiggly lines, if you will, um, I, I put some, um, some flow aid into the acrylic, a little bit of water, but also put uh, silicone. So that nothing, um, I mean, you can see here, uh, let's see, what am I trying to point at? Right here, I don't know if you can see, like it just lays on top of one another. It doesn't flow into one another. Does that makes oh, sense? Wow. Yep. It, it, it doesn't mix, is yep. what I'm trying to say. Nice. So it's really cool. I, I basically use silicone on, on all the colors, the, all the squiggles. And it's just, I don't know, it's just a really happy, unique piece. And it's unique to us because we both did it. Totally. Um, talk a little bit about like color theory right now and like what you're, you know, every artist is always playing with different like color combinations and things like what, what kind of like color combos are you interested in these days? What, what sort of color concepts like turn you on right now? Um, you know, when you look at a lot of my artwork, dude, because again, I, I'm not, I'm all self-taught and to be quite honest, I don't know much about the artwork. You know, I'm, I consider myself kind of first a businessman and then I'm kind of like the musician, the artist, the, you know what I mean? So, so in saying that, um, my art just naturally, before I started painting naturally, I just like contrast and particularly black with really whatever color but i i have to say this i really don't like to um i think for me i felt really elementary when i used like the colors of the rainbow to make it too colorful yeah you you want to you want to have the colors dance together and i think the black is like the stage you know for me um so i don't like to use too many colors in certain paintings but of course if you're painting a sunset you you know you're using certain colors and and you're pretty much using the colors of the rainbow if you think about it you know but again you don't have to i mean that's that's a hard question to answer but i like contrast and i don't like to use too many uh you know your your regular blue and regular yellow regular orange and purple and green it just for me, I just feel a little elementary. I want to step out of that. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like um, limiting the palette a little bit in certain ways. Yes. And like yes. following those with the black. Right. Right. And I actually had this artist who was, uh, oh my gosh, he, he was amazing. Um, and he went to school. He studied art all his life. 
and he told me one day, he said, you know what? Never use black and white. Never. Use a dark blue. Use a dark purple. Use a dark green. Something. Never use black. And, you know, I, I, I take I love taking advice from people, and I love trying things, and I've tried his way. I'm like, I just really like that Mars black. Yeah. That's just me. And it feels, it feels better for me. Obviously, it feels better for him to not use straight black, and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what you should never do is say never. Ah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> everything in moderation <laughs> including moderation <laughs> including moderation i love it because it's uh, like everything has its own intention and um you know like whatever like like saying never use black that is like uh creating it's like a logical statement that 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 artist was making saying like you know this is okay this isn't okay do this don't do that but that's in terms of that artist's vision, process, artistic path. You know, every painting that we do is like an extension off of the painting we did before. And everything's mm -hmm. like learning things every single time. And then we take that to the next one and then the next one and the next one. And so like every painting is like all of our artistic understanding up until that point put into play at that moment. And so... Mm -hmm. And like your experience as an artist in life and everything is different than that person's experience as an artist. And that's right. That's why every painting and every artist, if they are true to themselves and their own path, is going to be making original art, no matter what. Right. 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 I agree. And you know the funny thing, um, this just came to mind. It, it's it's. I've never thought about this. So thank you for bringing up a thought I've never thought about. Yes. But I really enjoy seeing uh, these colors together is black, white, and red. Yep. Okay. I love those colors together. I don't think I've ever done one painting that has those colors. I, I find that very interesting, but I like to see those colors together, especially in abstraction. Oh yeah. But I've never done a painting with those three colors. Like, are, are you feeling uh, right now, like, uh, like a yeah, explosion, uh, like an idea, like, like, are you visualizing your next painting right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely going to be abstract. Um, dude, I've been getting into this. Uh, so Buzz Seiler is another local artist. I don't know if you know who he is, but he uses um, basically a lot of water and a lot of acrylic on a canvas. But then the image is typically painted with um, like pouring oil, black oil. And it creates like these cells and creates like this, oh man, just a, a flow. And then he uses like a stick to paint like a woman's face or like a... Um, he has like a ram's head. It's a really cool one. And it's just, it's mind-blowing, right? So I think I'm going to use that technique, kind of have your reds and your whites um, on a canvas, lots of water so that black can flow on top of it. And whether I create an image 
I mean, that's really unimportant to me right now. I think it'll come when it comes. But uh, to do an abstraction with the colors that I, as an artist, really like to see dance together, I've never done one of those. Yeah. So, I'm feeling inspired. Here we go. Everybody follow along. Sergio's about to right? make something fresh. Fresh. <laughs> fresh. Mm -hmm. Um. So let me ask you this. Do you have any question that you would want to bring up or do you have any like thoughts or anything? And you don't have, I mean, you don't have to think of it right now. Um, What's the meaning of life, Taylor? What's the meaning of life? Well, actually, no, let me ask you this. Um, the last question you asked is very interesting. What, what is art? What is art? Man, that's a, that's a great question. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a really great question. It's an interesting, it's, it's funny in my world, I say the word art a lot and I hear people say the word art and they, and I hear them talk about it. And, um, it's really cool. Even in the way that people say art, it's like, there's like this delicacy to it. Like, it's almost like the way people say the word is like the way that people hold an egg you know, or I like, like, that. like hold a baby. It's like this, this precious, like beautiful thing that has like a purity to it. Right. Um, you know, because it's like, like true art that comes from your soul is like unadulterated. It's, it's raw. It's, um, it's vulnerable. You know, it's, it's like, an expression of, of your like inner feeling, thought, concept, mindset, um, your true, your soul, your like all these different things that it's like, it's like, these are, we, it's like viewing art is like this voyeuristic thing. Like we get to like look behind the curtain of somebody's like essence. And so right. like with that, like, art is this like it's a gem it's like a jewel that should be like coveted and like you know thinking about like all the museums and galleries around the world like museums have some of the best security out of any building right. on the planet you know temperature controlled. what's that clean so clean and they're clean oh yeah 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 and like i mean you it's watch like, like any of those art is sacred Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, now, let me ask you this, too. So piggybacking on that, do you ever feel when people are like, Taylor, dude, you're, oh, my God, that piece, is, you're a freaking genius. Do you ever feel like uh, you almost bypass that and then your head you're kind of like, I mean, it's just, it's just what I do. I, I mean, I'm an artist. I don't, do you look at yourself as like, that's a genius piece because I did it and I was in this space or how do you, how do you, how do you answer if somebody says that's genius, your genius? Yeah. Great question. Um, and I, I get compliments all the time on my art and, yeah. uh, but I, uh, well, I sort of deflect it in that I don't think that it's, I mean, okay. It is me that makes it. I do paint it. I have practiced for my lifetime to do this. I have, like hone the skills. And yes, I love that painting. I think it's really good. And at the same time, 
I also don't feel like I'm doing something that they couldn't do. Like right. if, if you put there in you the go. time and energy that I have, you would be able to right. do something at this level too. And, and the concept of genius, I feel like genius is the metaphor that I always like to go to is like genius is the lightning that strikes when the conditions for the storm have been created. And so like what you're talking about with your right, practice, right. your diligence, you're like waking up at five in the morning and crushing it all the, all day, every day, you're creating this friction, this like static electricity with between the ground and the, the clouds above. And if you keep painting enough, 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 you create enough energy there where like, boom, lightning is going to strike. Like you can create right. your Mona Lisa. And so like, mm -hmm. I think genius is not a label that we can put on people because people are just people, but genius is the lightning, like the, the boom, the, the force that happens that goes through the person. Right. The person can set up the conditions for that genius to exist. Right. Genius is not a, a person. Yeah. And I agree. And, and, with that i think in my opinion that's uh, just my opinion <laughs> no no that's that's great it's it's really great uh that's an interesting way to look at it and you know i think i think with with anything um you know you don't you don't go up to a camera and say okay now this one's going to be the masterpiece this one's going to be my starry night this one's going to be my mona lisa like if that was the case the mona lisa wouldn't be the mona lisa starry night would not be the starry night like you just that's why i i say like are you saying yeah, that you can't like you can't lead with you can't like your ego can. as in like like you can't lead with being like no, i'm like this is no. the best thing or no it's not it's not ego but let's just say uh um you know i don't think led zeppelin they went in the studio and said okay guys uh, the stairway to heaven is going to be our number one hit. Right. <laughs> like you just don't know. Yep. You you have you have no idea. It's the same way painting Starry Night. You know Van Gogh didn't have like oh this is going to be this is going to be it. It was just another painting, really. Yeah. Because again, when you step back and you look at the flow of your um, career or your art path, you look back at that flow. You're like, okay, yeah, I did this painting. In this painting and this painting but here's starry night like i did many before i did many after but this one was the, the mona lisa this one was their way to heaven unknowingly so my point is i don't think any of these artists stood up to that canvas or, or went into that studio and said yeah this is going to be it because if it was that easy uh everybody would be making those hits and making those masterpieces and they would in turn not become hip or masterpiece right yeah right it's like every painting that you go to you want to bring your best to it and then if you're lucky one of those paintings is going to be the mona lisa one of those paintings is going to be the sorry no it, it reminds me right. of, go ahead no 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 it reminds don't lose that thought well, it reminds me of a couple of years back, there was a defensive back named Richard Sherman who played for the Seattle Seahawks when they were like top, right, top level. Yeah, and he 
was doing an interview and he said, I believe, I feel like I am the best that's ever done this. And everybody just like the media just like went nuts on it and they tried to eat him alive about it. They're like, yeah, but there's Deion Sanders, there's this guy, there's that guy, there's that guy. How can you like, you know, let's like add up the numbers and look at the stats and blah, blah, blah. But I think they missed the point. And the point yeah. is this, is that we, if we're going to have a chance at being the best at anything, we have to believe in ourselves that we have the potential to be the best. And we need, like, it's a mindset of saying like, I'm going to bring my best to the table. And I believe that my best is as good as anybody, like has the potential to be as good as anybody else. Right. So like, yeah, I do feel like I'm the greatest. And like, but it's not about being the greatest. Feel. Go ahead. The key word is feel. Yes. I feel like I'm the greatest. Like I feel that it's an energy. He's yeah. not saying, oh, oh, everybody just bowed out. He's not saying that. Right. He's not saying that. You know, but people are very quick to, to jump on that, right? And yeah. criticize. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, what I was going to, the point I was going to bring up is uh, speaking of like, you never know. I did this painting one time, and I, I probably said this in the first podcast, but long story short, there's this painting that I did. I just did not like it. It was a two canvas painting uh, on one canvas. It had like a target uh, and uh, in the center had like a heart, black heart in the target. And then the other canvas had this nude sitting down kind of on her butt. And she kind of had her both legs bent. And she was just pointing. She had a top hat on, right? And just pointing at it with a gun. And and I'm like, oh, man, this is a terrible painting. I threw it in the trash. Straight up, it was in the trash can in my garage for months. Yeah. Right? To the point where, like, I, I started cleaning the garage, and it was, it was, like, deep in the trash. And, you know, I pulled it out. I'm like, oh, man, there's that painting I don't like. I was like, screw it. I dusted it off, whatever, whatever. And I just put it on Facebook. This was, like, in the beginning of my career. This was, like, 2000. 11 12 put it up on facebook and put a price on it someone bought it i was like it blew my mind <laughs> talk about so that i guess i i guess talk about a mini breakthrough that's like wow maybe i didn't like somebody else found that to be awesome so much so that they paid their hard-earned money to have that in their home now yeah, and it's so, like, so, so it's almost the opposite. I went up to this canvas, created something. I'm like, oh, that's going to be terrible. You know, it's kind of the opposite. That This is going to be it. It's yep. amazing. Yep. Right. But no, that's going to be terrible. Let me throw that in trash. Months later, bring it out. Okay, screw it. I'll, I'll just, I'll throw it on the website. It's a piece of art. Boom, it's sold. Where I pour my whole heart and soul into certain paintings still that I have from 2012 that I think are awesome. They're still not sold. And I've sold hundreds of paintings. Yeah. It's so interesting, man. Yeah, you, so never interesting. Know. you never know. And that's one really cool thing about art is that there is your experience as the creator. And then there's the whole other side of things, which is the viewer and their right. experience with it. 
And you as the creator, you don't know what the experience is going to be for the viewer. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's one thing that's really fun about talking with people uh, about the art, which is, is yeah. like, that's one job of an artist, I feel like, is getting comfortable and getting good about talking about the art with other people. And that's right. one, of the, one thing that you're great at. Like, you're very comfortable just like, asking questions, seeing how this lands for other people. Like uh, you're at your studio that you had um, in Escondido at that winery, you know, I came and hang out, yeah. hung out that one day and I got to observe you interacting with these people. And like, you know, you had different fans like of yours coming by and bringing their friends and being like, this is the artist. And this is like, let's check this out. And like, what do you think about this? It was, it was really cool to see. Right. Well, and, and dude, the way I live everyday life, man, um, with art, with music, with just being a human being is like, dude, I just try to be real with everybody. Yeah. Just be real, man. Be real. I mean, tonight I have a show and this is a great venue in that it's an outdoor show. Um, all eyes on you, but it's so funny, man. People get such a kick. Like I'll be playing and I'll, and I'll see somebody take a shot and then I'll, and then I'll start with in the middle of the song that I'll do. Dun, dun, dun. Tequila, <laughs> and everybody's like, "What the hell is that?" And I was busting back into the song I was playing. Right? It's just like I'm always observing, and I'm just being real, man. I'm giving something uh, that that they don't see every day. They go to a concert or a live performance, and they're like, "Oh, okay, they're gonna play this song perfectly, start to finish." You know, when when 99 of musicians are digging, I'm gonna zag. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to observe what's going on. I'm going to make it in the moment. I'm going to be real and we're all going to laugh. And then I'm going to continue the song. Right. It's just, it's just cool. So with interacting, it's whether you're having a conversation, like you're saying in, in the gallery, interacting with different fans. I mean, music is a conversation. Art is a conversation. You don't, you don't have to use words. You know, you don't have to use words. I, I mean, that's that's cool thing. maybe that's why a lot of artists are introverts right they, they don't want to talk to you yeah it's non-verbal i mean dude perfect example that comes to mind musician wise jimmy hendrix jimmy hendrix was dude so chill just shy didn't want to talk to people but dude when you think of jimmy hendrix on a damn guitar <laughs> yeah. oh my god his, his eyes are closed he's like having an orgasm yeah you know that, that's how he spoke to people man he was a complete opposite when he was in an interview on tv you know even the way he spoke was just soft like oh yeah you know uh play my guitar uh <laughs> it's just totally but on stage he's like wow setting shit on fire and freaking you know just making love to his guitar snapping strings off i mean he was an animal that's how he spoke man that's how he spoke totally totally beautiful Um, thing real quick i'm wondering if you could maybe talk to our listeners through your guitar for just a second i know you uh, mentioned that you've you've got it right there you got your acoustic chilling and um and it's cool i mean i get to see on social media i get to watch and hear you you play your licks and like shred your guitar all the time so let's uh let's do a little something this much. Yeah. 
This is kind of like a, so that was a progression to uh, Hotel California. But I play this Mana song. And in the middle, I kind of do this whole thing. I make my drummer, my whole band stop. And what I'm doing right now is I, I have a wireless and my guitar and I go out to the crowd. Oh, yeah. And when I'm doing this, I'll high five people. Hey, how's your drink? Does it take a shot with them? <laughs> you know, hey, da, da, da. and then. And everybody's quiet. They're like, what is he going to do next? awesome that was fantastic that was exactly what i was hoping for <laughs> thanks man thanks man gonna be on the spot yeah but uh i have fun man it's it's uh it, dude music is such a beautiful thing just like art right um do you know why we humans are so into music naturally you can see a little baby who's two days old jamming do you know why no so I read a book called Waking the Spirit. And I'm not going to go with what the book's about. If you're interested, it's great. Uh, but he says in there that we, we just feel music so much because when you're in the womb, what is the first thing you feel and hear? Mm -hmm. Your mother's heart beat. And there's different tempos, right? Maybe she's on a walk. You know, when she's sleeping, it's a lot. So we're in the womb. We're dancing, dude. We're jamming. It's the first thing we feel physically. Yeah. We don't know we're in a sack of water. We don't know we're hooked to this core. To our, we don't. We don't know any of that consciously, but we do know we feel something. Yeah. When our ears ears develop and our brains can hear things then we hear the sound of the beat hear and feel so when you go to a concert boom 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 a hundred percent of the people on this earth like music i don't care what anybody says <laughs> and, and that's the beauty of music you know it has a beat it has a melody and and by the way you heard your mother speak that's a melody 
Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been on YouTube and you can, uh, if you could, if you type in like speech uh, or guitar playing a speech, it'll have two, a split screen and it'll have somebody giving a speech and they can literally play the notes. Mm. And, and you speak in a different rhythm. I speak in a different rhythm. Yeah. Now with what I just said, I can play on guitar. Music. Dude. Yes. <laughs> no, totally. That's that's absolutely right. There, it's like uh, resonance and frequency and and beat and all these things. It's like, yeah, we 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 were created to all of this. It's so natural. Yeah. Music is one of the most natural things in life. And it's the universal language. Every single culture that has ever existed has had some form of it. Right. And by the way, I can step on a train, on a plane, in a car, go anywhere in the world. And if I have this in my hand, I right away have rapport with everybody. Yeah. You don't need to speak the language. I can play a melody. I can sing a song in whatever language. And they're going to clap, dance, high five, give you food, give you money, whatever. Yeah. They're going to enjoy it. Yeah. They're going to love it. Uh -huh. Oh, man. Sergio, dude, this is great. I really appreciate you coming on the podcast again. And uh, it's always great to connect with you. And yeah, I want to respect man. your time. And because uh, we know you got big things to do today on your to-do list. You signed that form for yourself. So got to go get it got to go get it man but thank you bro i think uh i always feel so inspired after you know these podcasts or just hanging with you or just chatting on the phone with you in general man i think uh if we all thought that way that there's enough to go around and we can appreciate each other and learn from each other and just love each other dude i mean this world would be in a different place so thank you man yeah Definitely. Same to you. And uh, cheers to your success and your continued success. Cheers to yours. And, uh, man, can't wait to just like keep watching all the growth happen. Keep on going. Uh, keep it's, ha it's happened for both of us, man. So right. cheers to you, brother. Cheers, Serge. Talk to you in the future. Sounds good, brother. All right, my art family. That was Sergio Gutierrez. What a champion. What a champion of life and then of music and art and everything in between, everything all mixed up together. That was awesome. Um, yeah, it's always a pleasure hanging out, talking with him. Like I said, we met at an art event, Raw Artists Showcase in San Diego, California back in 2014, I think he said. Um, yeah, we were both just like fresh-faced youngsters in the art world looking for, you know, our chance to get up and get out there and do our thing. And we've gone a long way and it's been really fun uh, getting to know him, getting to watch his progress. And I think that there's just so much value that can be extracted from his, uh, his process, his routine, his diligence, his focus, uh, all of these things. He's, he's really driven and you know success does not just like happen to you it uh like you create it you you 
push yourself and develop yourself. And then, you know, when the opportunities do come, uh, you're ready for them. And more than that, you're, you're creating your own reality at all times. So a lot of those opportunities, you're, you're making them happen in one way or the other. You're stirring up the energy and then the energy comes back to you. So yeah, very cool. Sergio's the man. Follow him on all the places uh, and uh, say what's up to him. Let him know what you think about this podcast. Let him know if you have any questions about anything. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all that I've got for today. I hope that you're doing something creative and creative is a loose term. You know, people tell me all the time that they're not creative, but then, you know, we can ask questions like, yeah, but what decisions, what decisions are you making in your life that actually are creative that you think aren't, you know, um, it happens all the time everywhere. We're always making decisions and creativity comes in lots of different forms. So don't sell yourself short. Definitely, uh, you know, ask questions, think in a growth mindset, see what can happen, lean into the unknown. That's where the magic is. That's it. Cheers.